Hello Crazy Poultry Inc, it's Gaio Loco here with a very special episode just for you, from me. It is going to be a music themed because 2020 has been is officially coming to an end. This is New Year's Eve that I'm recording this and what a dumpster fire of a year. Uh, I'm deciding to do this because I'm being lenient on my best and worst of movies this year because I've not seen a whole lot and I'm catching up on streaming. Uh, what has been here for me all year that has in some way kept me sane from multiple things is music. I have listened to a lot of albums this year. I more than doubled what I listened to last year. I guess that's what having Spotify and not going anywhere will do something to you. Uh, so I decided to kind of give as a special treat before I eventually come around to doing my worst and best films of the of 2020. I thought I'll do a special here talking about music. And if you guys have not heard already, I've done an episode with my uncle talking about Halloween-themed albums, and just to give a clarification, yeah, I do have a broad spectrum. I like to listen to a lot of different things, but I do primarily stay towards the metal and hard rock scene. So if there's an album on here that is critically acclaimed that's in a certain genre, and it's not mentioned by me, it's because I don't particularly listen to that genre. If you want to have like a feeling and a thing about what I do primarily listen to, uh, my primary genres in metal that I really like are Doom, Death, Black, and some Deathcore, uh, but my main subgenre is definitely Death Doom. I really like that. Um, so, to kind of just go into it, before I get to the nitty-gritty, I'm going to give some special other other awards and stuff. So, the first uh, award that I'm going to be giving out is what I'm referring to as the comeback. Uh, this I'm giving to who released an album that I was not really a giant fan of, and this next album really stepped it up and blew away, or it's a comeback of sorts after a long time in hiatus. So I do want to give first my big a big shout out to Bring Me the Horizons newest album. Also, I want to give a big shout-out as far as a comeback album that I really, really enjoyed, and that was 
the comeback of Static X. But what I decided to go with for my comeback album of the year was to a band that has been a giant inspiration for what I've grown up listening to and gotten me into music. And the album before this was a little bit like the Bring Me Horizon where I only liked two songs, but then this newest album I enjoyed absolutely every song, and that is going to go to ACDC. This ACDC album, it to me took me all the way back to when I first really, really enjoyed them. Uh, yeah, they're not changing the wheel, they're not doing anything new, but based on the album prior to this, which was what I would definitely call a giant bust, uh, this was a very well welcomed back perform. Uh, it was also a very short and precise album, which is what I really enjoyed. Absolutely no filler on this. So this is probably my favorite ACDC album in the last number of years. So yeah, my comeback album of the year, without a doubt, goes to the Giants' ACDC. But now, let's get into the actual nitty-gritty of all this. And now on to another just special award, which I'm going to give are my EPs, because one thing I didn't really listen to a whole lot, which I tend to not really, are EPs, because I just like to listen to the whole album and stuff, and I don't want to get caught up in just listening to singles and stuff and over and over again. Now, one thing that I have noticed that is kind of a debate to me is what counts as an EP and what counts as a full album because I've listened to things that said they were full albums and it wasn't even or a little over 20 minutes long and some things were saying that they were EPs and they were almost 30 minutes long which I I personally disagree with but besides that uh, the ones that are, there were EPs that I'm going to give out are easily the EPs that I was most interested to listen to because of who they were, and boy, they stuck the landing, and they made me very excited for the next upcoming albums. So the two EPs that I'm giving out to me that were the standouts were the <laughs> longly awaited, and I can't wait to hear this album, and I hope that it does get made. 
from System of a Down. Also, it would be the new EP from the legendary extreme metal band Carcass. there were two things that made me excited for the next upcoming albums, it were definitely these two. But, now let's get more into the actual albums that I absolutely loved and listened to the most this year. Um, I am going to give out, though, some shout-outs before I get to my top ten. And First one I'm going to give out is Black Dahlia Murder's newest album. Ocean Collective. dogs Bear Mace. 
witch hazel? Savage Blood. Pioneering Giants, Napalm Death. Damnation. And who just barely because of certain reasons which I'll get into, just missed my top ten, and that was Black Crown Intent. But now, it's time to dive into my t my personal top 10 albums of 2020. Now to start my top 10 albums of 2020. Um, number 10 is a, definitely a surprise one for me to put on here because, for one, I actually don't even really like the whole album. Uh, in fact, the, it actually has a song that I actually really did not like, but 
the reason why I just felt like I have to bump it up and in order to show it clearly it's just due according to my music counter or you know whatever you or what I'm believing is my music counter the songs that I do actually really like on the album I listen to the exact same amount as the album songs that are on my album of the year so it's kind of why I'm justifying it. And that is Ailstorm's newest album. Yeah, uh, I am going to get this out of the way. Uh, this is not what I would expect to be on here because, for one, I despise and I just couldn't get into Toltuga. I do not care for that song, I re- and it's a really annoying one for me to hear. Um, however, the thing that I noticed... And I have to give credit, though, um, is that Ailstorm's newest album is very upbeat, catchy. It was easily, of the albums that I did listen to that are on here, it's one of, like, three that kind of made me feel just good. Like, this was a year where I needed to you know, listen to some stuff that made me feel a little bit better. Not always gonna be down in dumps and dreary with some doom and stuff, but some stuff to make me feel, you know, good and poppy and stuff. And the other reason why I'm a little bit less lenient and probably a little less harsh than some is that they made it pretty clear that they were just having fun now. They're just writing catchy tunes with pirate themed and yeah overall i still prefer the sound and stuff and of their earlier albums although the one thing that i will notice is that this album is the one that i actually like as far as majority of the album i like more songs on here than any other album now, that's not to say that these are some of my favorite songs, other than Fanny Boys, which I will say is definitely my favorite song from them on this album. Uh, yeah, I'm just going the respect of what I'm being told, and apparently I liked to listen to this album, so I have to give it credit, and I'm giving it its credit here. So, moving on to number nine. My number nine album of the year goes to Lord Vigo's newest album. Oh, 
Yeah, this was an album I came into very late in the year, but after I was introduced to it, I listened to it so much, and I really, really dug it. I love the progressive use on it. I love the vocal range on it, and with it being mixed with a futuristic of Blade Runner, that was just like a marriage made in heaven, mostly because it kind of helped fill my void of no Dune this year, Um, but the production is great, the storytelling is great, I love the uses of the sound bits from Blade Runner, and as I just stated, it was also just very well made and very well performed and pretty catchy at some points. Uh, so, I know it's been getting some shout-outs, but I wanted to give it a shout-out, too. So, Lord Vigo, number nine. But now, moving on to number eight. Number eight album of the year for me was definitely an album that I was really looking forward to. Mostly because I knew they were not going to be subtle and not hold any of their punches back. And boy, uh, did it just feel so relevant to today and that was the latest album from Body Count Yeah, uh, this definitely hit home with a lot of things that were going on this year, especially that clip from Point the Finger at You, which is probably my favorite song on it, which is really diving into racial profiling from police, police brutality, because, again, as Ice-T has stated, this is stuff he's been talking about, you know, forever, and now with everything going on and body count becoming now just as big as they ever thought and they didn't even plan on it getting that big is pretty amazing and outstanding. Not only that, the musicianship on this album is very strong. Um, It is a toss-up for me, which I like more this album or the previous one. Um, I... I barely go to the previous one just because I love the song No Lives Matter, but this is a strong album that I came back to a whole lot, mostly because I just felt it was so relevant to today. And the fact that I actually have to say that is also a sad thing, but this is a definite big album to listen to as a giant wake-up call. So, body count... Number eight for me this year. Uh, Moving on to seven. Number seven album of the year for me 
is, well, the first album that I ever heard of these guys, and boy, I'm going to definitely watch out for their stuff now, and that is High Spirits. Again, another just really upbeat and solid rock album for me to listen to this year. Love the vocal of this, love the production, and I love the clean sound of it. Uh, definitely, again, just an album that made me feel better as I listened to it. And again, I just really needed that. And plus, after finding out about this guy, this singer, and this group, he has so many projects. He is easily probably in contention with Jamie Jasta, maybe even more so of hardest working guy in rock, maybe even slash metal. Um, but High Spirits, just great soloing, great upbeat tone. If you just need something to make you feel good, driving down, this is a perfect one to listen to among other ones that came out this year, but this one was the highlight for me this year. Um, but then now to move on to number six, which is a little bit of a different turn. <laughs> number six album for me in 2020 is probably my favorite extreme out there album of metal, and that's Anon Athrak. impressed with this band's previous album, uh, but this one was a another giant step of improvement for me. Production is great. Uh, this guy has one of the most big ranges I've seen in metal. I don't know why more people aren't talking about this band and on the throck. I even really like saying their name, even though it is kind of hard to say sometimes. Um, 
but I just love the intensity. All the musicians are going at it like a hundred miles an hour while still playing very uh, melody oriented stuff and great breakdowns and stuff. Uh, I do know that they're easily one of the hardest ones on this list to get into, but I love the theme of their albums, especially the music video for the, that bit that I just played for you. Uh, definitely not subtle in the latest bit, what they're going for. Uh, but again, just also very precise, like little, uh, uh, over 30 minutes. I listened to this album four times when I first listened to it because I was so into it. Uh, so that is my number six album from Ananathrak. Moving on to five. My number five album of 2020 is going to go to some local boys, some lo a local band here where I'm from. And that is Throne of Iron. across this after I was told about it, this band that's from where I live and the fact that I apparently work, kind of worked with the drummer of this band. Uh, they were under a different name. They changed it and when they also then signed with a record label and produced, I believe, this album here in my hometown of Bloomington, Indiana. So I have to give these guys something to show them some respect not only that the album itself is just very killer it does have this kind of sound like it was kind of recorded in a garage and so so it makes it kind of feel like you're almost there listening to it uh but the vocals are really good the drumming and guitars are really strong here and it just makes me really really want to see these guys live and mostly because I want to support local bands, especially ones that are doing like this kind of power metal theme of D and D is like their sessions, what they write their songs about. I believe. Do not quote me. I'm pretty sure though that is what they do. But they also have fun with it, which is what gives it this levity. Um, so yeah, Throne of Iron number five. Moving on to number four. My number four album of 2020 goes to the self-titled actual album from the band Oceans of Slumber. Hey. 
yeah, uh, this I was really anticipating because I did really enjoy Oceans of Slumber's previous album. I just felt like it was a little bit too lengthy at times. It was just like we pause and just play the same note and over again, even though I understand this is kind of like a Doom-style progressive almost album. Um, this one, it may be an hour and 11 minutes long, but the sound, the production, the melody, and the vocal performance, it it just takes me away, and it just takes me to another place. Uh, the fe- female vocalist on this album, I, her sh- the singer is just incredible. Very soulful and intense at the same time. And as far as I can tell, there was a bit more anger and frustration in the writing for this because, again, dealing with real-world issues going on, kind of going back to body count, although this is a bit of a different approach. But the musicianship, they stepped it up, production got stepped up, and they did actually the rare thing, at least to me now, this is the first time I'm in a while I'm putting an album in the top five that includes a cover, but that cover was actually, I think, better, which was a typo-negative song. So, again, another band that I feel like is getting a bit more attention, but still needs to get some more attention, and that's Oceans of Slumber. Now moving on into the top three. My number three album of 2020 goes to when I heard that this album was coming out, it was already in my top, maybe my top five, maybe even top two of anticipated album because of the last one, which is the latest offering from Necrot. the first full death metal album on the top 10. Uh, This was just straight up awesome death metal. Uh, They were not really trying to succeed, I feel, although maybe they actually did uh, over their previous album. Uh, They weren't trying to get too crazy with experimentation, which I can't understand, you know, you know, you're getting into it, um, but I feel like the soloing actually got better, the production got a little bit better, vocal was still spot on for this death metal, cover art is very awesome, and they're just growing into 
one of the big death metal bands that I really, really want to catch live at some point. Uh, and again, it's just a band that I feel like needs a bit more attention, but I do understand because I do tend to go for more of the under and, you know, underdog and underappreciated bands. So if you haven't checked them out and you're really into some classic death metal, please check out Necrot. Their previous albums are stellar. Probably some of my biggest recommendations in death metal scene. But now to the tough part. What has bar- what barely missed and is my number two of the year. My number two. What barely missed it for my album of the year at number two is the latest and most definitely prestige-looking Death Doom album of the year from Paradise Lost. cinematic, dark, and just exactly what I needed and what I was feeling this year. Um, 2020 definitely made a lot of us not go through the best time, and sometimes we need some death doom to kind of, you know, what we're feeling and what we're going through at the time, and this album definitely was the one of the biggest, if not biggest, one to get me through about how I was feeling this year. Uh, the writing is just outstanding. It got me emotional a lot of the times. And not only that, just the production, the music, and the musicianship is great. And he includes to have probably some of the best range in Death Doom. Yeah, I do like that they're also a what would be considered probably a mainstream band that is not necessarily pushing themselves but they're pushing the good and overall qualities that they have done and they put it all into this album um it's been critically acclaimed it's been put on a bunch of fans favorite album of the year and it most definitely does deserve that. And this was very hard for me to just pick between these two. But when it came down to it, there was just one more album that beat it out. And let's get to that one. Now we are on to the main event. What is my personal opinion of my album of the year of 2020? 
and it was from a band that I really enjoyed their last album before this. I was just curious about how, if they were going to be sounding the same and be a little bit safe because of the genre that they're in. But when I heard about it and I heard that there was a bit more experiment on it, I got very excited. And when I listened to a clip, I was very excited. And then I listened to the album, and what a shock, I was very excited. And so, my album of the year is the latest from Temple of Void. very tough trying to pick between this and the Paradise Lost album. Easily two were my Death Doom albums of the year, which, it being my genre and my favorite one to listen to, ultimately would have to go to one of them to be my favorite album of the year. And the reason why I decided to go with Temple of Void is because number one, it was the overall album and number it was the number of the songs that are on the album that I listened to the most this year. They also did do experimentations on this album, but they didn't override it with other sound effects to lose their sound. They improved on everything, including the production, the musicianship, the vocals, and also they're still smaller. And I like to stick up for the smaller bands. And some may feel like, yeah, but the vocal is like, you know, it's not as rangy as Paradise Lost and stuff like that. And I'll agree with that. It's just, if you do do the simple stuff and you do it well, and nothing overshadows them, and they all play very well in harmony together, it's a match made in heaven or hell, um, however you want to take that, and this was just an album that felt like absolutely nobody overshadowed one another, this was probably the most cohesive sounding band, also this album was not even 40 minutes, and that might be the first album in a while that took my top spot, so guys, that is my personal top 10 albums and overall music of 2020 um i hope you guys enjoyed this uh we'll see how much more music stuff i get out to you especially if you want to continue to listen to it and hear my thoughts on them again i never feel like i'm the best judge and vocal for what music and stuff to describe but who knows some may like it some may not 
but this was just something I had to get out there and experiment with because this year was not like any other year and hopefully at some point I will get to my best and worst film of the of 2020 but that I am just letting you get all you know that is going to be late so please bear with me if you can but until then, I hope you enjoyed this special treat. If you have been enjoying listening to the podcast, I really appreciate it. We just did pass 550 listens. Thank you all very much. Please subscribe here wherever you get your podcasts, whatever you're listening to on this. You can find me at GaioLoco89 on Twitter, Ian Novak on Facebook, and until then, I will see you all in 2021. Gosh, I hope that this is much better than this year. Thank you all. Be safe and enjoy.